There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash Yamada butthole, maybe mixed with some relationships as well. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. As I always say, every single time, it massively helps out the channel. So thank you for doing you. Keep being awesome, and let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's story comes from Dangerous Ad 5075, who says, Am I the asshole for not wanting my female best friend to move out once I get married? And it does come with an update as well. I know this title sounds a little weird, but I'm in such a strange position right now. I genuinely have no idea what to do. So me, 32 male, and my best friend Sam, 32 female, have been living together for five years now. Originally, it was supposed to be a temporary situation because of some health issues she was having. But we decided we would move in permanently when we found out her health wasn't going to get better. She's schizophrenic and blind, along with having various other medical issues. So a lot of daily tasks are difficult for her. Our arrangement is I cook, clean, drive and do other things she struggles with, while she pays for all of our shared living expenses. This honestly has been a dream situation for us. It allows me to do my dream job for which pay isn't great without ever really having to worry about money. While she lives a pretty normal, independent life and gets support with her health issues. Plus, she never has to do housework. I met my girlfriend Emma, 31 female, three years ago. Sam and Emma were never super close, but they were always friendly and Emma was super understanding of our living situation and never mentioned having a problem with it to me. Recently, we started talking about getting married and moving in together. While we were discussing it, I mentioned that I didn't know what would happen to Sam once we got married. Emma got kind of irritated and said Sam would just move out and get her own place finally. I reminded her that it wasn't that simple, but we started fighting and I asked to change the subject. It came up again when Emma said something about moving into my apartment and I told her we couldn't because it was Sam's apartment, not mine, and I'd never be able to afford the rent. Edit. Emma has known the whole time about how my financial situation works. This is no surprise to her. I guess she didn't know the apartment isn't mine, but we still have the money to get a place to live and support ourselves without Sam. We started fighting again. I said Sam could never live by herself and I wasn't sure I could get married if it meant I had to leave her alone. Emma said she needed space to think and drove away. A couple hours later, she texts me and basically says that I can keep having an emotional affair with Sam if I want, but she won't put up with it anymore. She doesn't want to talk to me for a week and then after that we can talk about it if we want to be together. I'm seriously so lost and conflicted on what to do. Emma never expressed these opinions before, and I completely understand why she is upset. But Sam isn't a regular roommate that can just move out. 
I want to be with Emma and live with her, but I just can't kick Sam out on the side of the road either. I'd absolutely be willing to leave Sam if she found another arrangement that worked for her. But I might be the asshole for not being willing to leave Sam without a new caretaker to marry Emma. Now, I found this one tough as I was reading it and I, basically because I can't call you an asshole for you, you know, wanting to care for Sam, for being a living caregiver for Sam and having that arrangement. And if it's working for both of you, then great. But the problem is, is when Emma was introduced and you kept a lot of this information from her by the sounds of it. I mean, you did mention that Emma has known the whole time about how your financial situation works, but then you immediately follow with, you know, you guess she didn't know the apartment is mine, which is part of your financial situation to me. And I kind of think, you know, if this was, this is like a big part of your lives and it should be discussed probably within those three years at some point about what your future holds. Were you expecting to, to be with Sam indefinitely? That's a big thing for Emma by the sounds of it. You know, I think it's, again, I, th I think it's great that you're caring for Sam in the way that you do. But, you know, you, there's a third party in here that's going to affect their life as well, especially when you're expecting to have a three people in the same house and live together like that. That's going to, that's going to hugely affect Emma as well. But we're going to start with Grizzlack who says, you're the arsehole. I don't buy this act. Why are you saying you'll be kicking Sam out or Sam will be moving out? In your own words, you said it was Sam's apartment. There is no reason for her to be moving out. Have you even talked to Sam about the future at all? Why are you speaking for Sam? Is she getting specialized care? Have you ever looked at benefits for her? It's been five years. I'm seriously questioning if you push yourself to move in and Sam's medical issues made her more vulnerable. You are lost and conflicted. Are you scared you're going to lose out on a sweet deal of free housing while you have your dream job that you admitted doesn't pay that much? Liability says info. Have you actually ever discussed with Sam how, how comfortable she'd be with this? Why are you speaking for her? I'm sure Sam has opinions on what she can and can't do and possibly have others in a deep corner that could help. Talk with Sam, then go back to Emma after speaking with her. I can't come up with a decision right now. OP replies to that one saying, and quoting it saying, Sam needs heavy support for her medical issues and said herself that living alone isn't an option. I'm not just making that up. And while she does have plenty of other friends she could live with or get support from she needs someone to actually care for her that's completely different most people aren't up for that in quotes again saying talk with sam then go back to emma after speaking with her and goes on to say i probably should talk to sam but i know she'd feel guilty and i don't want her to since it's not her fault so i wanted to fix it myself so she wouldn't have to find out Infamous Wasabi says the problem here is that Emma wants to marry you and you alone, not to marry you and Sam. You never mentioned that you would or could not abandon Sam. If you want to spend your lifetime caretaking Sam, I respect your choice, but the chance of you finding a woman who is willing to share your attention with Sam is highly unlikely. No one's an asshole here. Champagne Apple says you're the asshole. Why did you waste Emma's time by not letting her know how the living arrangements were going to be from the start? As another commenter said, you're putting your relationship with Sam before Emma, who is going to be your wife and life partner. Trashy. And one more from M, who says, I'm going to go with you're the asshole, but I want to clarify that I don't think you're an asshole for wanting the best for Sam, and that I recognize that you're between a rock and a hard place. That being said, you're putting your caregiver relationship with Sam above your marriage with Emma. And it's a bit unreasonable to have just made the assumption that Emma might not want to start life as a married couple alone. The wording in Emma's text might have been wrong, 
especially if you came to the realization that even I sense that you and Sam may have a codependent relationship and I can totally understand that Emma might feel like a third wheel in your relationship. At least that's the sense I get. It's tough to leave a loved one in a precarious position, but I'm not sure how you expect this to go on for the foreseeable future. Emma is marrying you, not you and Sam, and it's not wrong for her to want to live separately from you or with Sam for the rest of your married lives. So before the update, OP edited the post which said, edit, you guys are right. It's dumb for me to try and hide this from Sam. She probably would want to know what's going on. I'm going to tell her later when I pick her up from work. Also, while my pay isn't great, including my saving and Emma's job too, we could get married and be fine financially without Sam's money. And Emma knew our financial agreement this whole time. It's no surprise to her. Lastly, I just want to make it clear that while I'm hesitant to leave Sam, it's not because I like the money and the lifestyle that she provides. I want to marry Emma. This is 100% about what's best for Sam, but me and Sam will talk about it in a few hours and I'll update then. Update says, Hi guys, thanks so much for all the comments and advice on my last post. I just wanted to update you all on the situation since then. You guys were right that I should have included Sam in the conversation about all this from the beginning. She was, like me, surprised at Emma's reaction. Me and Sam agreed that open communication between all three of us is the best way to fix this. So we decided not to talk about it until all of us were talking together. I gave Emma the space she asked for for a week and then called her and asked if she'd be willing to come over so we could talk about it. We had a very long, very emotional conversation that night. Emma apologized for blowing up and said that while she's always understood and respected me and Sam's relationship, she hates feeling like she has to share me. She said she wanted to be my first priority, not Sam. And if I couldn't do that, she understood, but she didn't want to be with me anymore. I told her she had nothing to apologize for, that I was sorry for acting the way I did, that I loved her more than anything in the world and I was stupid for doing anything to make her feel like that wasn't true. Sam also apologized for crossing boundaries and that if me and Emma wanted to get married, she wouldn't get in the way of that. She said that this past week has made her reconsider a lot of things and that she wanted to be independent as she could be and that she knew being her caretaker had been hard on me. We did a lot more talking than that, but that was the gist of the conversation. I asked Emma when we were alone if she could take me back. She said she loved me and that she was glad for my change of heart, but she still needed space to think about if our relationship was going to work. Two days ago, we went out on our first date since then she told me she wanted to try again. I asked her to marry me and she said yes. We managed to find a place a short walk from Sam's and we've been helping her look into medical caretakers and housekeepers so she can have some space and independence. This is a huge change for us all but Sam will still be a part of me and Emma's life. She just won't depend on me anymore and anyways I think all of us were ready for a new chapter. Everything has worked out so much better than I could have hoped for. I'm so lucky to have such special people in my life. Thanks again to everyone who helped me with this. Edit. Honestly, I can't believe the people predicting the collapse of my marriage or telling me to abandon my best friend. Me and Emma are both deeply in love and over the moon about this next step in our life. She loves Sam about as much as I do and also wants to be able to help out sometimes. Sam needs mental support as much as physical support and I'm no longer providing physical support. I'm not going to run away as fast as I can to prove a point. Emma's a grown adult 
If she was unhappy, she would say something like she has before. Honestly, wasn't looking for advice, just wanted to share this fantastic news. Yeah, and based on OPZ, I had a quick look at the comments and there was a lot of people saying, you know, they've only moved a short distance away from Sam. So big red flags and the marriage is probably going to be over before it starts, all this kind of stuff. Whilst there were some people as well saying, you know, they've shown a great level of maturity in their conversation and that hopefully, you know, the marriage will work regardless of what's going on around them at the moment. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And our next story comes from Maybe No Baby, who says, Am I the asshole for throwing my siblings in foster care so I can have a better life? I have roughly too many siblings and even more step-siblings. Between my parents and my latest stepfather, we had eight kids living here. Myself, 19 female, three half-siblings on my mum's side, 15, 11, and 9. Four step-siblings, 14, 12, 9, and 6, and one full sister, 6 female. Things have never been particularly good or stable, but now we're at rock bottom. My mother and stepfather are going to be going away for a long time. And everyone is in a rush to get all these kids into homes. I'm the only one who's over 18, so everyone wants me to do it. I don't want to. I'd gotten an opportunity. My grandma on my father's side offered to have six female and I'd move in with her and even pay for me to go to college. The thing is, she lives several states away. I talked to social services about this and got the answer that I could move six female without a problem because our parents were able to voluntarily gave me guardianship of her and I'm her full sister. The rest I could only take if I stayed in this state because they would be a full foster care placement though. I'm sorry, but being forced to stay here would destroy my future. I could definitely survive, but I would be stuck in this horrible place working paycheck to paycheck. I could never have a real life. I made the obvious choice. The social workers were nice enough to arrange it to where six female and I weren't just standing in front of them during the pickup, but obviously they know exactly why they are now in care. The four of them that have phones have been texting and calling non-stop. Some of them for help and some to just scream at me for abandoning them. I know the system is going to be really bad for them because of where they are and their ages, but I just can't do it. I can't blow this. This is mine and six females first chance for a real life. I feel like I owe it to both of us to take it. Am I in the wrong here? The kids and my mum think I am. My grandma thinks I should have done something but can't say what and wouldn't let them in her house even if it could happen. The only person who doesn't think worse of me is six female who says she likes the quiet but obviously doesn't know the full story. And I've got to say, the first thing that jumped out to me was in that first paragraph where you said you 19 female then you mentioned a whole bunch of 
half siblings, different ages and step siblings. And then you had a one full sister, six female at the other end of it. I mean, I'm not sure what to say about that, but I found it interesting in itself. And I will add this in there immediately. Experience call asked info. Your parents were going away for a long time. Are we talking holiday or prison? Not that either makes a difference for you. You're not the arsehole. I'm just trying to work out how big of arseholes your parents are. Opie replied, prison. And this one was just absolutely incredibly heartbreaking. And I understand, of course, the children are going to be upset. Their life is being upended, but this is not your fault. They're all upset because mum and other people are pointing them in your direction saying that you should be caring for them. You're 19 years old and they're trying to put all this responsibility on you. I gotta be honest and this is no offense to Opie at all. I just couldn't see her caring for that amount of children and I'm not sure if this is gonna sound harsh or not but you're all victims of shitty parents I'm afraid. You just as much as the rest of them and I think you're just left with very very little choice in the matter. You can't care for eight siblings I'm afraid. It's just it's an impossible situation. 19 years old. I'm trying to cast my mind back to what I was doing at 19 years old. I I didn't know anything still about life back then. And the thought of trying to take on one child, let alone eight, just sounds absolutely insane. The arseholes in the situation are the ones that's, that's put all of you, you and the children in this position. For mum to then try and twist this on you is absolutely disgusting. And I know it's probably incredibly difficult, you know, with everything that's going on with yourself right now. But I keep an open mind and an open heart to your siblings who, like yourself, are probably dealing with their own mental battles right now. They're just being told that you're not taking them in. And they could probably can't even consider the logistics of juggling all these children and the responsibility that would come with it. They're just like, you know, we've been carted off somewhere now and they're scared and hurting. And hopefully one day, if and when it all settles down, you'll have the opportunity to explain the situation that you was put in and how it's not your fault. And hopefully they will realize that. I don't think there's ever, you know, the best choice in a situation like this, but protect yourself and protect your sister at the same time is is what you may have to do at the moment. Bloody hell, I go off on these comments. Well, stories with kids and, and what they have to go through, it breaks my heart, but... I like Seals a lot, says, not the arsehole. Your siblings should be mad at your parents, not you. They were the ones putting everyone in this position. You are 19. In no way can or should you be a parent to that many kids. Don't fault yourself. You were put in this position too, not just them. Good luck to all of you. Not so saintly, says, not the arsehole. This is a horrific situation that your family has put you in. You didn't throw the kids into foster care. Your parents' actions did. And it's awful that your other family members are trying to pressure you into caring for all these siblings. Like, excuse them. They give you an awful childhood and then they do something that sounds like it ended them up in prison. And now they're mad at you for not caring for their children. Fuck that. AABB says, Look, you didn't abandon your step-siblings. Your mum and her parents did through their choices. The simple fact is they are not your kids. You're barely an adult and you got the opportunity for a better life for you and your sister and you took it. It sucks that the other kids don't also have that type of support available from their grandparents, but that's not on you. There is no way in hell you should be responsible for eight minors at the age of 19. Not the arsehole. Desire Rich says not the arsehole and what the fuck is with your grandma? 
If she wasn't willing to take them in, then she has no right letting you feel guilty for not doing the exact same thing. Opie replies then, she doesn't think I should have tried to take them myself, just that I should have done something. Yeah, I got to admit, Grandma wound me up as well. Sorry, I'm going off again here. Grandma wants you to do something. She doesn't think that you should have tried to take them yourself, that you should have just done something. What the fuck do you want me to do, Grandma? Whatever the hell it is, you do it. Egg says, not the arsehole, there is no way a 19-year-old can properly take care of and provide for that many children. It's also not fair to you. Take your sister and go live with your grandparents out of state. Get your life together and stable, then think about helping them if you can. Also, don't blame yourself, even if you are never able to help them. The blame rests squarely with your parents. They brought you all into this world and should be the ones raising them. And one more from Mo, who says, Oh, dear heart, you are not the arsehole. You are barely an adult yourself, and, and there's no way you could have reasonably shouldered the burden for eight other children full-time for years. You have likely been forced to parent these children for the longest time already. No matter what anyone says, you made the only choice you could. The only other option would have been adult family members on your mom's, stepfather's, or your half-sibling's biological father's side to step up and care for these children. The fact that your mother didn't try to arrange something before her trip speaks volumes about a lack of stability as the parent of these children. The same can be said for your stepfather. Please try your best to work hard in school and build a life for yourself. That's really all you're required to do. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. Incredibly sad situation, but what would you advise to OP in this? You have a different take on the matter. The weight that's on that girl's shoulders and what those kids are going through is incredibly... Ugh, I have no words. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Spending your time with me today, getting involved in the stories, your love, support, and time, not just towards me, but towards each other as well, is absolutely amazing. So thank you so much. And hopefully, I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. And much love. Yeah, man, I remember being so naive when life was good, weather and palm trees. Back in the day, you were everything I need. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams. Oh, yeah, you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read. Oh, yeah, you see, we in the spare crime everywhere. You're selling false hope because you just don't care. Nah, uh, you just don't care. Nah, 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 you just don't, just don't care uh, You just don't, still selling false hope Cause you just don't care House, house, house